Hi, it's Randy G with the Holistic Health Hotline. I've been going along on time again because we're just overly busy. This time of the year we travel a lot, we teach a lot. Um, last week, one weekend we were up in Georgia and uh, a couple of days ago I was in Mississippi. And So I'm getting back to you now. We're going to talk about backs, chiropractic backs, spines, and teeth, which most people think are not connected in any way whatsoever, um, except that if you really think about it, there's 26 uh, bones in the spine. is more than that, but the 26 main vertebrae. And um, and you think about your teeth, there's 32 if you count the wisdom teeth, which um, means you have 26 teeth, really. Okay? Actually, that's the way things work. Yeah, you also have 26 bones in your hands and 26 letters in the alphabet, so it's pretty easy, actually, to learn anatomy, isn't it? But we don't think about backs unless we have a backache. And people in, uh, who believe in Western medicine will go to orthopedic surgeons and orthopedists, and the next thing you know, they're getting back surgery infusions done, um, and, and then they suffer for the rest of their lives from pain because your spine is not supposed to be fused. It is supposed to be movable. It has all kinds of nerves within it. It has intervertebral discs, which are um, saturated in some ways with our fluids that keep our spine uh, um, spongy so that we, we can absorb walking and sitting and lying and jumping and doing all the things that we do. So number one, if you're not drinking enough water, good healthy water, your spine is going to dehydrate and they, uh, your vertebrae are going to comp compress. The intervertebral discs will end up looking a lot like dried out kitchen sponges that curl up at the ends and squeeze together in the middle so that your vertebrae then contact each other. When that happens, of course, you get inflammation, which um, the body then tries to heal. And the way the body tries to heal inflammation is by sending calcium there. And where does it get the calcium? From inside your other bones. So osteoporosis later is usually because of and can be usually because of dehydration throughout your life. So if you are not taking enough water into your body, which is supposed to be 70-80% of your body weight is actually water. If you're not taking enough water into your system, these little areas like those intervertebral discs are one of the first areas to suffer. So they, they get dried out and they crack and they, um, and they squeeze together like old sponges and the next thing you know you have a back problem. Uh, there's also emotional things tied to backs, of course. Our backs are behind us, um, and animals, they're above them. But all of it is a part of us that we don't normally look at or see very clearly. And if you think about that in metaphorical terms, it's your past. It's, it's what is behind you, what you've done from one second to another that you either have not cleared, gotten through, um, or you've left behind in, in the wrong way, and it's and it's kind of like a monkey on your back, then, isn't it? It's it's old weight, it's old luggage, it's um all the emotional stuff of not feeling support, feeling abandoned, feeling uh, left behind, all those things that you think of when you think of your past. We support babies' heads to protect their necks. We support them completely for the first several months of their lives because the backs are not totally formed yet. They don't have a past. They haven't hardened into a human being. Um, so understand that the back is extremely important. It is, it is the connector, our sacrum and coccyx area, which everybody says is our tailbones. Those are the areas of our body that connect to the earth. It is a sacred place. 
in our axis and atlas um, that are at the top of our vertebrae, the, the, the two things, two bony areas that allow us to turn our heads or nod yes or no. If you think about even their names, the atlas and the axis, it's the same as the earth. So we become very heady and uh, uh, intellectual and analytical on earth as human beings instead of remembering our sacred connection to the earth, which is why it's very important to go out and sit sometimes just on the earth and let yourself be reconnected. But thinking about the connection itself, it's an electromechanical, biochemical connection because we are human beings. So you connect to the earth, you think about things, that's usually what gets us in trouble. Um, your spiritual connection is the uh, electric connection, the etheric connection, the emotional connection beyond emotion that goes to that higher self, that higher being. Um, all of this has to work and it has to work correctly. And when you bring it back down to the, the human part of us and you think about the spine, and I've written about this in both books, you can, you can learn about the spine. Um, massage therapists know a little bit about it. Reflexologists know some about it because they walk the spine on your feet. Massage therapists massage, do therapeutic massage into the deep muscular tissues surrounding the spine. Um, chiropractors take care of not the bones in the spine, but the spinal nerves that are all coming out from all these areas of our backs. And those spinal nerves go to every system and every organ. They're all plugged in like Christmas trees. And sometimes, because of the dehydration or stress or trauma from a car accident or the way we sleep, not using the right pillows, the shoes that we wear that are affecting our backs constantly, we have bad problems. And when we have those bad problems, sometimes we don't know what damage that's caused to other organs because we don't feel the back pain or we mask the pain with drugs like aspirin or leave or whatever because we have a backache. So we forget to pay attention or we're not trained to pay attention to what else might be going on in our bodies. So if you can think about your spine from the very top of it, which is really under your head, it's under the thing called the occiput. So when you have that headache deep underneath the base of your skull, that's where your axis and atlas are. That's C1 and C2 cervical one, cervical two, and that's how you rotate your head around and sometimes can't turn your head a certain way or can't put your head to your chest. Um, those two areas are connected completely to the blood supply to the head, the pituitary gland, which is the master gland of the body, the bones of the face, the brain, the inner and middle ear, sympathetic nervous system, and the eyes. So if you're having eye problems or if your child's having inner ear infections, um, balance problems, etc., you don't need medicine. What you probably need is some type of adjustment to C1 and C2, the axis and the atlas, the top part of your spine. And that doesn't always mean just going to a regular chiropractor. Some of them are excellent at the atlas and axis uh, adjustments. Some of them are not. And just like any profession, you know, they, they specialize, um, like doctors do, like we do, like you do, in certain things that they're better at. So you need to find one that's very good at C1 and C2. And there are now um, professional practitioners who are chiropractors who specialize in those things. And you can look those all up and find them or email me and I'll try to find you one. Um, and C2, of course, goes to all the nerves for the eyes and the ears, sinuses the forehead, the tongue. We hear about people with sinus problems all the time and, and uh, again, they run out to the drugstores and they get sinus medicine instead of taking care of the neck in the first place. Um, it's just it's just an important thing, okay? And as you go down the rest of your cervical spine, you have your teeth 
which are at C3. So if you have a problem with C3 in your neck, there's a very good chance that you're going to have a problem with your teeth. And I'm going to talk about teeth in a minute, so don't hang up, all right, because it, you're just not going to believe how all of this is connected. C4, um, you use station tubes, which again are in babies. They put tubes for drainage for the ears when in fact it's the neck that has already been cockeyed while the um, spinal column is hardening. Mucous membranes in the lungs come from C4 or are connected to C4. Your vocal cords are at C5. Your shoulders and your tonsils are at C6. Your thyroid is at C7. So all of you people who are on thyroid medication, that little hump on your back at, at the base of your neck is C7, cervical number 7. That connects directly to your thyroid. If your neck is out of alignment at the top, in the middle, or at the base of your spine and way in the lower back, if that's out of alignment, your spine is like a suspension bridge. So if those are out of alignment, it's affecting C7. And you probably didn't need or shouldn't be on thyroid medication. You should be getting yourself straightened out. Okay, when you move on down below the cervicals, you go to the thoracics. And the thoracics are um, number 12, 1 through 12. So it's right below that big bump on the back of your neck is T1. And people who are on computers a lot are having major problems with C7 and T1 trying to fuse together because their heads are always cocked in a way that pushes those two bones together. So if you're not drinking water you're, and that, that dehydration is happening, you're going to have trouble with your arms from the elbows down, including your hands, arms, wrists, fingers, and your heart. Now, what is one of the biggest things that people complain about? When, especially before, but now they, they just stop because they take medication. But carpal tunnel syndrome doesn't come from using the same movement with your wrist all the time. Your wrist was supposed to do that. But if you have T1 and C7 trying to fuse together, it's causing an electrical problem going down your elbows to your hands. And so now the constant movement of your wrist with a mouse or whatever is causing inflammation to the nerves. How easy is that? Makes sense, doesn't it? So if you straighten out, again, your neck and your lower back and start hydrating yourself, you won't have carpal tunnel anymore either. Um, as you move on down, I'll go kind of quickly through this because the body is huge. Uh, T2 goes to the heart, the bronchial tubes. So again, if everything's connected, you know what's going on. The lungs are at T3, um, gallbladder at T4. That, and bronchial tubes there also. The liver is a T5. T6 is the stomach. T7, the pancreas, and the liver, and the spleen, and the gallbladder. Um, God must have known that we were going to hurt parts of ourselves because he made things we're totally connected. In case we hurt one part of T6, we still have T7 so we can eat and T8. Um, and you go down lower and you have T10, the kidneys. And so people get kidney problems. They get kidney stones. And a lot of times those aren't just coming from the fact that you're not drinking sufficient water or you're drinking the wrong kinds of things or eating the wrong kinds of things, but your back is out at T10. If T10 is out, I guarantee your lower back is and so is your upper back. So it affects T10. That affects your kidneys. Um, large intestine at T11. Uh, bladder at T11. The small intestine at T12. The uterus at T12. Uh, all of this is connected and can be, if you have problems in those areas, coming from your spine instead of the actual organ. It's not plugged in, so there's static, there's a loose connection, or there's no connection at all. The sacrum, of course, so your hip bones, your buttocks, your sex organs, um, urinary bladder, your prostate if you're a man, um, all of that comes from that lower sacrum area. 
And that is usually where the low back pain uh, radiates the most from because the nerves are bigger there. So you think you have a low back problem when you actually have a neck problem. Or you think you have a middle back problem when you have a lower back problem. Depends on where the nerves are, how big the, the plexus is, um, which is a radiation of the nerves out into an area. And they go to all different things. Now you go to the lower lumbar, which comes before your sacrum, so it's beneath the, the top 12 and beneath the first seven. You have your lower lumbar. And I know you mostly know about all these things. Um, L1, though, goes to the large intestine and the uterus. L2 goes to the appendix, the upper leg, and the urinary bladder. So if you have L2 problems, you're going to have pain down your leg. And so what do you do? You go to a doctor and he examines your leg. And the next thing you know, you also have problems with your knee because you're compensating with your body to offset what's happening with your lower back. Now you have knee problems. And the first thing people do is go get knee surgery. Uh, L3 is your uterus, your bladder, your knees, and your large intestine. L4, lower back, the prostate gland, sciatic nerve. L5, the lower legs, the ankles, and the feet. So if L5 and S1, which is the sacrum, are locked together because you're in a sitting position that has caused a problem there and you are dehydrated, you're going to have lower leg problems, swollen feet, ankle problems, prostate problems, prostate cancer. Okay? Those are all the connections from the spine. Now, let's think about teeth. We don't have teeth when we're first born that show. We have them. They are beneath the surface of the gums because, again, we have not formed a spinal column. And we have not formed a history. We are just beginning to be human beings. And so we get teeth in a specific order that we need them. And they're all connected to something. And I know that people can't really count their teeth. You don't know really um, where to start. If you go to a uh, orthodontist or a uh, periodontist, of course, they'll you know, be marking off your teeth while they're charting them, and you have to count them. And, and um, they have a little charts from, you know, 1 to 16, and then 17 to 32, and 1 to 16 is the upper mouth and right and left, and then 17 to 32 is the lower mouth, right to left. But each of those teeth correspond to a part of your body. So <clears throat> I don't want to do all 32 again, but if you... Let's pick one um, that we all have, okay? <laughs> um, right in the middle, okay? You do the incisors that are the front teeth that are right in the middle of your, your whole layout there. Um, and they go to specific organs, okay? They go to the kidneys, the bladder, the um, adrenal glands. Um, and that's the right side, the left kidney, the right kidney, those kinds of things. We need those teeth first. Those are the first ones that come in because we have to learn to be humans. We have to learn that our adrenal glands are important to us, that they keep us uh, in, in movement. So we are ready to either fight or run if something happens to us. Um, they also go to our pineal gland, which is the wisdom to know if we should run or fight. So those teeth are the first ones, and then you have the ones that the canines, everybody kind of knows about those, your canines, your upper canines, your lower canines, um, the cuspids, okay, they're called. The first two and the fourth in the middle are the incisors, and then you have your cuspids. Um, and those go to things like the liver, the gallbladder, um, and your hips and knees, okay. Uh, and then as you move across your teeth, you're going to the first bicuspid or your premolars. Those go to the lungs, the right side of the intestines or the left side of the intestines, your shoulder, elbow, and hands. 
And as you keep on going back to the molars, which we all know about because we grind our food with, that's for the pancreas, the right side of the stomach, um, and the left side of the stomach if you're on the other side, okay, you have these teeth that are all lined up according to your spine and according to the iris of the eyes when we talk about iridology and according to all the areas of the colon when we talk about colon health. So the teeth are very important and if you read book two you'll notice in chapter two or three where I'm talking about when children are first born, um, number one, don't use fluoride treatments on them, but before they even have their teeth, knowing that these teeth are coming up, you should be massaging the gum of that baby in that upward or lower fashion where that tooth canal is supposed to be to teach the tooth which way to go. At the same time that you're massaging the baby and aligning the baby's spine to keep it aligned so that everything comes in straight and connected the way it's supposed to be. People don't think about that. They put babies on pillows now. Babies don't need pillows. <laughs> they really don't. They, their bodies will form the way they're supposed to. If you if you do the right things with them, babies should be stretched. Um, dogs and cats should be stretched. They don't always stretch as well as they should anymore. Um, they, they like to and they want to, but they can't. Okay, so they need to be stretched. The babies don't know. They kick around and they move their arms and hands and fingers all the time because they're opening up those joints and moving the fluids and connecting the the uh, nervous system and connecting the circulatory system. But if you want to do the best for your child, you're going to stretch it, um, him or her, and uh, allow that spine to line up and allow their teeth to line up the same way you should be doing for yourself. If you have a tooth problem, and you also have a kidney problem or you have a um, uh, a knee problem uh, or you have congestion in your lungs or you have um, things going on with your pancreas, check your teeth first. The same way we check to see if a dog is healthy or a cat is healthy by looking at their teeth or a horse especially, you should be checking your teeth first because if you have a bad tooth, if you have a crack underneath one of your crowns or you have... Um, um, a bone loss problem. I, I have, particularly, I had my wisdom teeth out in the military and they did that without benefit of any kind of anesthesia or Novocaine or anything. They just kind of yanked them out. That's an old Navy Marine Corps thing that goes on. And I mean, they just almost totally destroyed the back of my mouth by pulling out these, these wisdom teeth. Um, some years later, I, after the service, I think it was about five years maybe, after I got out, I had to have, uh, um, one of my molars was giving me a problem. I had a popcorn abscess from eating popcorn. And so I, I went to a dentist, and they were supposed to do something else with the tooth than what they did. And then they shot me full of Novocaine, and, Novocaine and I was sitting there, and the dentist came up from behind, and he clasped one hand on one side of my head and with gloved hand, and he said, now, just open and put your, keep your head back, and um, this, will, this won't take long. And he yanked a tooth out of my head, which wasn't supposed to be yanked out, and left behind splattering of bone chips, which eventually worked their way out of my gum, even though I, I spent a very long time trying to find people who would believe that I could feel <laughs> these bone chips in there. And I also kept getting sinus problems, and, and it was because that whole area of my mouth was inflamed from what they had done. Well, this took quite a long time to ever find what was going on. And a friend of mine who was a periodontist in New Jersey, um, I mentioned this to him, and he said, come in and let me just x-ray to see what's happening. And we found that 
where they had cracked my jawbone was actually still inflamed after all those years and was causing a, um, a plethora of problems. So we had to dig it out and, and let it heal. And so we did that. What that did, though, to my other tooth, the back molar behind that one, is it caused bone loss because they had to dig the bone out to that tooth. So now that tooth causes a problem. Now when that tooth causes a problem, you get stomach problems. And every once in a while, if I'm having a problem with that tooth, if it just decides that it wants to act up, I also don't feel like eating the same way I, I did yesterday or the day before. Um, totally connected to the pancreas and the stomach and the esophagus and all those things. Um, to your hips and knees, depending on which molar it is. So very important to look at the teeth, at the spinal column, at your hydration levels in your body, at your alignment, the alignment of your children, and know that these things are connected so that you can practice true holistic health, which is preventive. Holistic health is preventive. If you want to talk about the politics of health care in this country, instead of worrying about who's going to make who buy insurance and who's going to pay for that insurance in reality and who they believe should have insurance, um, what they should be talking about is who's going to finally learn that we need to do preventive health care so that we don't have to worry about insurance and we don't have to worry or spend all the money um, that we do to and give away to pharmaceutical companies and hospitals and doctors, etc. We don't have to worry about those things if we do preventive care. And when you're doing preventive care, that's when you are in the midst of practicing holistic and alternative health. It's not just finding an alternative remedy, another dosage of something that's going to make you feel better than a pill. It's not just finding a bunch of vitamins that you can take every day so that maybe you don't have to take care of um, um, a toothache or a stomachache because you don't want to take pills. It's actually understanding the body enough to know that it needs to stay in balance, it needs to be aligned, it needs to be hydrated, it needs to be stretched, moved, and exercised. It needs to have oxygen. It needs to have airflow. It needs to have the constant massage of the diaphragm when you breathe in and out, not shallow breathing like most Americans do, but deep breathing that moves the diaphragm up and down over those very, very vital organs like the liver, the gallbladder, the spleen, the pancreas, the stomach. Um, it needs to have blood flowing through it at a, at a certain rate that contains the right nutrients and the right amount of oxygen and water. Um, without those things, you don't have health and you don't have balance. So it's alternative health and, and holistic health is not looking for the alternative remedy. That is still the allopathic way of thinking of things. I have people ask me, oh, what do I take for this, what do I take for that? Um, you don't take anything. What you do first is start from the beginning. You probably have problems elsewhere that are causing the symptoms that are being treated by everybody else. Okay, those of you who have written me who I have not gotten back to, Big Dave especially, I will get back to you. Dave, I have a couple ideas for you. And um, uh, if I don't get back to you in, in a certain length of time, you always email me again because, as I say, I was out of town last week when I came back. I had 4,700 pieces of mail in just one mailbox, and I try to go through them and spam out all the ones that are really spam and catch the ones that aren't, but sometimes I'm going to miss one. I'm only human. And uh, if I miss you, it's not on purpose because I can't find you <laughs> anymore. I can't even see straight sometimes anymore. So re-email me. Um, you can't email me off the website anymore because the Italians and the Germans who are listening to my podcast are sending me spam. That's, that's not only just spam, but it's gross. And so I took the email right off the website. So those of you who know my email, um, you can email me. 
those who don't, you can go on the Podomatic page and send the pod mail. Most of the time I will catch up to those um, or they'll be spammed out of their garbage like, like some things are. And uh, and also know that if you if you can't get the, the podcast through Podomatic, they are a problem. They're supposed to be changing their system in a month or so. Uh, go over to the website and see if you can get it from there. If you can't there, go to Blueberry.com with no ease in it and see if you can get it from there. I've had a lot of trouble uploading the podcast through my host because of host problems. And so oftentimes we'll do a podcast one day and you don't hear it for three days because it just doesn't get up on the site if your podcast stops. In the middle, try going to our site at earthwalk-usa.com and playing it from there because sometimes that's a little easier. If you're not getting mail that alerts you to the fact that there are podcasts, um, just check in once a week at Earthwalk or or get your name on the mailing list so that you get an update every time. If you're on iTunes, refresh your iTunes for the whole of Health Hotline. It's uh, constantly updated whenever there's a new podcast that goes there quickly so you have all the information that you need. And please pass these things on. I heard we had an oil class here besides everything else, an essential oil class the other day, and a woman I don't know um, was introduced to me because she wanted to be, and she wanted to tell me that she read both books, that she's changing the water at her house, that she's doing this and doing the other. But And she's listened to some of the podcasts, but she didn't realize that if she heard one, that somebody sent her an email um, with a link for the podcast on it, and, and she listened to that, that she could actually go on the Podomatic webpage um, for the Holistic Health Hotline or the earthwalk-usa.com webpage and play all the podcasts if she wanted to hear them, that there's a whole list, an index of, of the podcasts. Also know that I label or title my podcast very strangely sometimes. And sometimes people say, oh, it's about politics and this, so I'm not going to listen. Um, by now, for those those of you who are fans know how I do this, but I bring everything full circle. And sometimes the title doesn't always tell you exactly what's going on in that podcast, so you need to come to full circle and, and listen to the whole thing. One other note, the FDA is um, at it again. They've, they have banned certain food manufacturers from saying that certain foods are good for you and will find them if they don't change their labeling, $1,000 per day per incident. Um, they're on the warpath, and I will also tell you that there are two out of three of the candidates who, if they are, if one of them is elected president, that this is only going to get worse. And um, those two are not women, okay? That's the most I'm going to say about that. Uh, um, the FDA will get worse. The alternative health industry is going to be attacked and um, and your money's going to get attacked more. So if you're thinking about health, if you like holistic health, you have to really get into understanding what these people are really saying and vote for the right person when the time comes. Anyway, I'll be back as soon as I can, probably in a couple of days, but, but hopefully no longer than three. And um, we're going to talk about some more things that, that stem from the teeth and the spine. So until then, read the books, pass this on. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.